Blog Talk Radio. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of my new podcast, Business and Books with Molly McCord. That is me. And every show we talk about something that is important to you as an entrepreneur, an author, a healer, a solopreneur, someone who is building up their dream out there in the world. And I hope to offer you some good information, insights, and stories to bring you greater clarity, strength, perspective, all kinds of good things. So in today's show, we're going to really dig in to an important topic, and that is integrity. And what does integrity mean to you? Now, it may show up in different forms throughout your career. And there are the small little adjustments we have to make to stay in alignment with our integrity. And then there are the big, pivotal choices we have to make that maybe we only know we're making, right? It's not something that other people are aware of or that other people even know we're wrestling with, but it's something that you have to decide for your own peace of mind, peace of heart, just that sense of, I sleep well at night because of this decision or because of this uh, value that I have that I have to hold on to and believe in. There is a wonderful quote by Oprah Winfrey that, you know, integrity is the choices we make when no one else is looking. And I'm not saying that quote verbatim, but you get the gist. It, it, is, it is that type of uh, understanding that only we can arrive at for ourselves. So in this 30-minute show, I want to share with you one of my pivotal stories with integrity, uh, with a client who came to me, very wealthy, very influential, and how that unfolded when he had a request that was out of alignment with my integrity. And I also want to talk about book reviews and books, because uh, book reviews are a huge thing right now for authors. Uh, Amazon book reviews are a big deal. <laughs> you want to get book reviews on your page. Um, you know, people do all kinds of things to get book reviews. And there are paid book reviews. Now, a lot of people aren't aware of that. Readers aren't aware of that. It's something that if you're in the industry, you know that paid book reviews are a thing. When I was uh, speaking with my first publicist back in 2011, she was adamant. She was like, Molly, never pay for a review. I mean, you know, it was like all caps in the email and strong words in uh, phone conversations. Never pay for a review. And she was, uh, you know, really going off of her experience with it. Now, granted, this was 2011, 2012, and a lot has changed. But has it? Because anything we pay for becomes a different kind of transaction. Now, I don't believe there is a right or a wrong answer, but it is what works for you and what is in alignment for you and what you're looking for in return for payment. And uh, Kirkus reviews, those are paid. Unless they're going after you know the big books, the big authors, um, they're paid, you know, and they're expensive. I mean, they can be 300 to to $1,000. And there's other paid reviews out there. 
for all kinds of different companies. And, you know, I can't begrudge anyone for, you know, setting up a business in an, in an area that people will pay money for, right? That's actually smart business. If you know that the authors are willing to pay money for these reviews, since reviews influence readers and lead to more sales, ideally. I think that paid book reviews uh, have to be weighed based on the genre you work in, you write for, because some genres you can make more money than in other genres. So the most expensive or the most uh, popular genres are romance, mystery, crime, action, thriller, you know, those, those types of books that people consume a lot of. Well, an author can make back that money from their paid review more quickly than those in the smaller genres and smaller niches. So you have to consider that. When you're paying for something, well, how am I going to get my ROI, you know, my return on investment? And what does it mean to me? And, again, I feel like there's no right or wrong answer. There can be advantages. There can be disadvantages. Um, I have heard of many authors who have had problems with their paid reviews or uh, the reviewer read the book and they didn't like the book and they basically said, this is our review, and the author can say, no, don't post that. So the review they paid for is never posted because it's a bad review. Um, you know, this can play out any number of ways. So I feel like paid book reviews are an interesting place to just check in with yourself and what that means for your messages, your products, what you're getting out there. Um, there's other ways people pay for reviews too. It isn't only in publishing, but it is a big area in publishing right now. So this is one of those smaller areas, I would say, where you check in with yourself and say, well, how does this feel to me? Like, does this feel in integrity with what I can do? Do I believe I can get authentic reviews? Do I believe that I can try other channels, other avenues to get those real genuine, the genuine feedback and not pay someone for it? And, uh, you know, I think what we have to come up and, and think about for ourselves is not only you know, what feels right for us, uh, but what we get as a result of it and how it fits into our overall values for what we're creating. Book reviews are not going to go away. Paid book reviews are not going to go away. And when you're paying someone for them, you are expecting something for that money, for your money. And so where does that feel right for you? So authors have a lot on their plates these days, and this is just one area. I find that the more we are in clarity with our integrity, the smoother things can be because you know your nose, you know when to say, no, I can't do that, that's not for me, that isn't right for me. And it can be an intuitive hit, a gut-level hit that comes pretty fast. But if you're a new or emerging entrepreneur or someone who is just getting started in something, that isn't always clear, and it takes time. And we get those tests and we get those hurdles, and some of those hurdles can be harder to clear, and some of those tests can feel bigger. So it comes down to understanding, well, what is the purpose and the mission of my work and my business, and, and where do I feel strong in it? Where does it feel ethical 
to me? Where does it feel morally strong? Like where does it feel like this is truly, you know, the best offerings I can do, the best work I can put in the world? And and how can you continue to sustain that that core strength, right? And I find that with integrity, we we can uh, have some little let's call them zigzags along the way where you thought you made the right decision over here and you find out, oh, I didn't get all the information up front or I would never do that again or that was a complete waste of money Um, or you learn something about how relationships uh, overlap and intersect with the area of integrity. And I think that's actually one of the biggest playgrounds that we come upon is relationships, and integrity. I've been doing my client work for years now, and there are certain things that I've been very clear about um, in, in how I work with people. And I always work directly with them. I don't uh, work with, you know, if I work with someone else that they refer, well, I need that person's uh, permission, right? I, or I want to know that that person wants to, you know, come in and, and work with us too. I'm not just going to do something on the side or on the sly. Um, other things about the point of integrity is that you have to give all the information and not withhold. Omission is, uh, you know, it's a lie at times if you're not fully offering everything people need to know. And it could be at first that it doesn't feel comfortable to share certain news or certain developments, or that it's kind of, oh, do I need to tell them this? Is it worth it? Is it important? Is it something that helps them? Is it going to hurt them? I mean, you can have all these questions come up. And so what you can do in those situations is actually just turn the tables and think, would I want to know this? Would, even if this is hard to hear or something that isn't really favorable, at least I'm aware of it. And I can do something about it, and I can make some new choices, or I can make some new decisions. So keeping in mind that when it comes to business especially, we have to be practicing that detachment and that objectivity that reminds you of what's the purpose and what's the mission of this business, of this venture, of my program, of my services. In the history of the world, every time there is a problem that comes up in business, it's typically solved or moved through, you get to the other side. You know, if you take the long-term perspective, things will happen, work themselves out, You'll have, maybe make hard decisions, maybe have to make some, you know, tough choices, but it won't stay stagnant. You know, it's going to keep moving forward. So I find that with client work, when you can see that long-term perspective and you understand, too, that your client is powerful or that what you're doing is important, you just have that sense of, I know we'll get through this or I know you'll figure this out or I know there will be something on the other side for you. So this is what I need to tell you. Um, one example is a client that, oh, they had horrible marketing. And I was like, well, how do I tell you this? on a scale from kind to brutal. (laughs) You know, I was joking, and they were like, tell us both. I'm like, okay, this is both. This is the feedback. Um, That, by the way, is just a starting point 
for our solutions. Because we're not going to stay at this point. You have a ton of potential. And this is what I recommend or suggest. So you can't omit things or hold it back because you're afraid of hurting feelings or because you're um, you know, not sure how it's going to be received. Um, there's been other clients I've worked with um, who, who wanted me to be a specialist in video, which I'm not. And by the way, so this is back in 2010, 2011, and they had this big project they want to do online, all this video stuff. And I'm not a video specialist. I couldn't give them what they wanted, and I, I had to say that. I had to say I'm not quite qualified for everything that you're asking, but I'm happy to find the person that can be the better fit for you and that can really give you this information, the data, the strategy that you want. Especially back then, I mean, 2011, video was at a whole different place than it is now. And so it's, it's being upfront about those things, being upfront about what you can do and what you can't do, understanding you don't want to waste people's time, you don't want to waste their money, you don't want to disappoint them with results that don't happen, and then they come back at you anyways. So you have to kind of be on the offensive with these things and just be upright, you know, above board, forthcoming, and be very clear about what you can do and what you can't do because that's also how we, the expectations get generated. So you don't want to hold back what you cannot do, and you don't want to hold back information that might uh, not be what they want to hear because that's just the starting point for solutions or something new to come up. And the other thing that I, I mentioned before but I want to go more into here is how you have to tell somebody no and you don't and it's not clear and you have that maybe that inner push and pull, that inner struggle or, or wrestling with, you know, both sides of your brain in order to get clarity. And a few years ago I had a, a client who came to me through word of mouth Wealthy, influential, well-connected, um, you know, connected with the world's elite. Like that's what we're talking about, like high-level high level network person who um, needed some assistance with his business, and I could give him some of, some of it. And then he wanted me to do some more work for him that was about someone else's business. And so I was clear that, well, I would need to talk with them. I can't just do that work for them. And he was at this position of, I'm paying you to do this work, and if you're not able to do this work, I will take back the money. And this was through uh, email. And so I did what I always do, which is I go for a long walk, (laughs) and I think it through, and I think it out. And the whole time, I was thinking, that, you know, the very first phrase that just kept coming up was, my integrity is not for sale. My integrity is not for sale. It doesn't matter the amount of money. It doesn't matter your status in the world. It doesn't matter what you're all about when it doesn't feel right with how I conduct business and how I conduct relationships. Now, this person... He's a good man, by the way. He's not a bad guy. He is just used to having a lot of yes men all around him. People who just say yes, yes, right? I'll do whatever, sure, no problem, blah, blah, blah. 
And so there was this expectation that I would fall in line or that I would just do what he needed to do. And I'll tell you that honestly, that weighed on me, that responsibility for the relationship, that in order for this to continue, it was on me to just say yes and to agree to his terms. Well, when something is out of integrity with how you conduct business, um, you can look at it from both sides of, okay, if I say yes, maintain the relationship, maintain the business, and it then sets a standard for how the relationship is conducted and the power dynamics, right? If I say no, probably not a continuation of the relationship. Um, he can he can take his money back. That's fine. And um, yet, I would be doing the thing the the way I treat him would be the way I would treat anybody else. Right? There's no preferential treatment. There's no one getting special something just because they, they want to pay more. I, I, I just, no. No. <laughs> it's such a clear no that it isn't about the money at some point. And these are the kinds of decisions that you come to on your own. And you come to them in different ways at different times for different situations. It's not always clear cut. But this one for me was so clear that I could not honor the request, and I didn't feel good about it. Um, It didn't even feel, like, ethical. It just felt kind of just because you had money, you could do do all this. I mean, we can talk about how that plays out in the world at large. I know, that's a big topic. But it also becomes a slippery slope, slippery slope, where you then set a precedent – of how someone can interact with you in the relationship. So I went for my long walk, and it was so clear, but I sat on it for a few days. I didn't rush to any decisions. And finally, um, when I did you know, speak with him and explained I just wasn't able to do business on someone else's business without their permission, without you know their information without their questions I I, it just wasn't how I worked and I approached it in the sense of but we can negotiate right like you know maybe I can't follow up on this for you but you know what else do you need that you I can get we can talk about directly interact blah 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 right keep it between him and I and he (laughs) I mean the energy of that he was not expecting me to say no at all, and uh, that's okay, that's all right, you're allowed to have that, you know, reaction and and just be blindsided, um, but the point of the relation, the negotiation for next steps um, really didn't happen, because to him it was all or nothing, and so I was okay with that. I got to the point where I was okay with that because I didn't want to be in a position where someone was going to hold me captive by their checking account. And so, again, this is not always a clear answer. And there could be times 
I was just talking with someone yesterday. There are times in your life when you take a job or you take something because you need the money, right? And you're like, I have to say yes to this. It's a big client. It's a big deal. It's a big blah, blah, blah. That is only a question you can answer for yourself. One of my clients, he was just talking about, I had to take this job because I need the money right now. And it's like, okay, then that's what you have to give yourself peace of mind about. That doesn't mean you're out of integrity with yourself. You know, we all have that. We all have, you know, bills we have to pay and our responsibilities, and we we have to make those decisions at times. But this was something else with this gentleman. This was more him pushing me to see how far he could go. Molly pushes back, okay. (laughs) I push back on those kinds of situations because when you get the sense of what's happening underneath whether that's you feel it intuitively, you feel it energetically, you just have that sense of something's off here or maybe there's more going on. Again, the slippery slope, right? Where is this going to lead? So um, gentlemen and I, we completed our contract and we completed what we were um, originally doing together and that was great. And then he disappeared and that's okay because he can go and find another yes man. You know, he can go find someone else and I'm sure he has plenty right? I mean, he's so well connected. But I just felt like it's one of these things where you just know you can't become that, I'm going to say that role um, to somebody. Because I knew, this is what I knew, is that if I said yes this time, there would be another time. But it would make me even more uncomfortable. And who knows what his request would be then. And then I would have to say no. And that's because of how he conducts business. That's because of how uh, powerful he is. But you have to remember that you're powerful too. And sometimes that isn't through the money or the, you know, who you are in the world, the clout. It's just in yourself. It's just in yourself. And that, that sense of, you know, if I, if I can't help this client give him what he wants, somebody else will. And that means somebody else is going to come in for me who is a better fit, and I will help them with what they need. So I feel it as, you know, we do have these revolving doors, revolving doors. And honestly, if I, um, if I had said yes, I knew I wasn't going to sleep well at night, and he was going to bother me, kind of like that little, that little something that nags at you, because it just wasn't going to feel right. And that's only something you would know. That's only something you can gauge. And it changes situation by situation. But that's why the whole understanding of what integrity means to you is important and how it shows up and and what you commit to um, and how you commit to yourself. I've done a previous show about commitment and confidence and tell the story of two different entrepreneurs and how those themes came up for them. So listen to those, listen to that podcast. Uh, last week I did a show about are you strong enough <laughs> to be an entrepreneur or indie author. Listen to that show because all of this stuff I want to give, I want to put it in your brain that you're not alone with all these things and that I hope this is can, like a guiding light of clarity for when it's not clear. And just to know that, you know, you can, you can really trust yourself and you have to trust yourself. If you are an entrepreneur who doesn't trust yourself, I 
don't know that it's going to work out because it has to be in alignment with you. And only you know that. Only you can decide that. I just did a free webinar on self-leadership on my website, mollymccord.online. Go there, and it says, are you, are you mentally, emotionally, and energetically strong enough to work for yourself? That is meant to help you hone in. I give you nine tips for the self-leadership part of this job, right, this, this work we do, where you have to own certain things and you have to have them in your awareness. And I hope that this information helps you with that clarity and with that understanding. Another little mini story to tell you about integrity just popped into my brain. It was about one of my own books. Um, I, worked, I published a book with um, 24 women who are amazing. They have these incredible, inspiring stories to share. And we all, are, we all brought this book together. Um, I spearheaded it. And these women, I just, I'm so honored to even be working with them and to be able to share their stories. And we're taking all of the royalties from the book and donating it to an international organization called Women for Women International. Uh, we're doing the whole, like, pay it forward, you know, how our stories can help other women around the world. And um, these women and their stories, oh, they're so good. Forgiveness, healing, self-understanding, um, all kinds of topics, becoming a mom, uh, losing your mom, um, and, and on it goes. A few of them, when when they had submitted their stories, they had referenced me as someone that they had learned from or they read one, some of my books or something. And I had to tell them, you know, thank you, that's so kind of you, and thank you for even including me, but we have to remove me from any of these essays because this project, this book we're creating is not about me, even though my name's on the on the uh, cover. It's not about me, you know, it's about something that's bigger, that's for all of us, and I can't have my name coming up repeatedly like this was some kind of like Molly promo book. <laughs> it's not that at all. So that's also about the integrity, right? Where you're realizing, okay, what is this truly about? It's not about this, it's not about that, it's not about that. You know, you get rid of what it's not about so you can focus on what it is about. So keep that in mind for your projects, for your programs, for anything you're creating, that you want to make sure you're maintaining a certain you know, caliber of energy and you're really staying clear on the message and the sub-messages, you know, the stuff that can show up along the way. As your business unfolds, as your books get out there more, more and more boundaries are required. And next week I'm going to talk to you about who are you in business for? <laughs> And this is an interesting topic, and I'm going to share a story about a colleague of mine, Brian, and his realization of how much his mom has been intruding on his business uh, and his life, for that matter, his mom and his sister, um, and their chatty, 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 you know, everything. I mean, it's by the way, Brian is not his real name, and he gave me permission to talk about him as long as I didn't say what niche he works in because he's afraid he'll be found out. <laughs> so he's like, Molly, you can talk about it, but don't you dare give them any clues about who I am because he's still working through this stuff. 
But he's looking at the fact that his business has been infiltrated by family members who don't really get it and who don't have his best interests at heart and how it's cost him financially, um, how it's affected him romantically. He's 28. He wants to get married. Anyways, we're going to have a really good conversation about who are you in business for, and I hope that this topic helps you see, too, where to draw boundaries with family members, especially with the holidays coming up. You know they're going to be all over you asking about your work and what's going on and are you making any money and how's it going and what are your plans for 2018. Well, we're going to talk about some stuff here in next week's show um, that will be really good information for you to sit with and make sure that your boundaries are as strong as they can be. So I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope, too, that you're gaining some more clarity on what integrity means to you and that it's only something you can decide and that you can practice. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Be sure and subscribe to the show. You can find it wherever podcasts are distributed, including iTunes, Overcast, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, and many more locations. Thank you so much, and come over to mollymccord.online for more resources, videos, and all kinds of good stuff to help you with your business and books. Thanks, friends. See you soon. 